Mocha Z and Kirsten G. Beautiful, strong queens, come and listen to three. Peace and love comes naturally. Powerful, outspoken women listen happily. Welcome, everybody, welcome, to welcome, welcome. another edition of Cow Radio Live. I hope you guys have enjoyed your week so far. Let me just tell you briefly, I'm on vacation, so of course I've enjoyed mine yeah, today yeah. so far. And I know y'all trying to figure out who that ain't Kirsten G. So listen, y'all have heard her voice ever since the inception of Power Radio, but you Recently never saw her face. Look at it. Ain't it so beautiful? Look Don't you there. agree? Sexual chocolate. Don't you agree? Yes. This is our girl D, who is in charge of our comment section yeah. on the live show. But today we wanted to introduce and put a face with the sound. Yes. yes Welcome, yes, yes. D. Thank you, ladies. Yes. So Hi, we know everybody. we're good, girl. Listen, I know you be dealing with them comments every week. But tell us, what's, tell us a little bit about you. Everybody know all about us. Oh. Tell us what's going on with D. Ooh. Since we ain't talking to Kirsten G. Okay. <laughs> Shout out to KG. Hi, yes. KG. Shout out to KG. She'll be back next week. She in the world of, of self entrepreneurship yes. and business. So yes, we let girl. her get that coin. Yes. Coin. Yes. Yeah. Get the coin. So mm-hmm. tell us, D. Tell us Ooh, something about you, girl. I don't even know where to start. Girl, well, just get it all started. Changing for me for a positive note. I released some heavy baggage, and things are actually opening up. I'll be going back to school to start my master's program next yeah. month. Yeah. So, that's in the works. And my family's healthy. I'm healthy. So, that's the Won't he do it, baby? If they all I'm healthy, you count that a blessing. Yes. Girl. I'm excited about just going back to school. I know. Will you are let you go of some baggage, baby? The door is open. I'm supposed to take you, a year off. But you know what? I, I think that when you go back to school after that, it makes it much easier because you're in a different mindset. You're more mature. You're more focused. Right? And a lot of times, it's a choice mm-hmm. now at it this is. age. I yeah, mean, when exactly. you were younger, you kind of you had to go. Like, I went to college because that was the natural progression of right. my life mm-hmm. at that time. You know, I was really young and still, like, going off of what my parents were. Mm-hmm. But you know what stops me? What? Writing papers. Ooh, yeah, because yeah. that's the section. This is time where you all have yeah. to all the time. Yeah, I know, but you got to learn the art. Yeah, I'm, I'm very good. <laughs> oh, so you had the fast. Oh, well, that's <laughs> what you want to check in with, girl. You got to check in with her. Yeah, yeah, it's the right <laughs> number. And, and the crazy part is, There's I'm a really good writer. <laughs> but it's something about you telling me that I have yes. to do something yes. at a particular time and it has to be done yes. that yes. bothers with me mentally. Yes. And so I, I can't get to my writing slow oh, if right. I have all these prerequisites sitting well, around. Stop having an attitude and just do what they ask you to do. I'm not in school because it's a choice. <laughs> don't be telling me to write I'm not in papers. school because it's a choice. Even though it's in the syllabus and I signed up for it. Don't be telling me to write it. Right. What you mean this new Friday even though you told me that three months ago? What? But yeah, but I am excited. <laughs> I am too. I'm you can scared. you can come to me for I'm questions, excited. but writing the paper. Yeah, I'm scared. She's got the art. Mm-hmm. And it's a different perspective now because of my money. Oh so yeah. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So you play with your mama money, but not your money. I don't believe so. Not your money. I played with your money, but I got a piece of paper that said I finished while I was playing. That's the key. I finished. Baby, I won't take back your college years for nothing. Now the only way I'll go back. Okay. Real quick, can I say that because you just brought this up? So today, I don't know why I've been in this whole euphoric thing lately, where I've been reminiscing about everything. So I woke up the other morning. I remember when. I know. <laughs> and all of a sudden, every R. Kelly song that I could think of popped in my head. What? I was like, where did R. Kelly come from? <laughs> he was struggling inside. <laughs> you felt R. Him. Kelly was you coming. You felt his struggle. I was like, because I haven't, you know, since the whole R. Kelly thing, I haven't listened to it or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. And I really pondered, you know, because it was a battle. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what, no, I'm going to go ahead and listen, because that's a lot of my memories. Mm-hmm. A lot of those songs, when I was listening to it, I was like, oh, remember when we was, you know, it's unfortunate the, what was happening behind the scenes, right. but I wasn't privy. Nobody you know was. I'm saying? Well, I didn't say nobody, but most of the and world was And that's a soundtrack to a big chunk of my life. Mm-hmm. I was just reminiscing to R. Kelly. I posted it, too, and people were like, fuck R. Kelly. They sure were. I'm sure. I missed that post. But you know what's so crazy is it's, some people can't separate the art from the action. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I get that. You know right. what I'm saying? You want to, because that's the entire person. Mm-hmm. So right. the person made the art and the person did the action as well. Right. So I totally get that. But I'm with you. Like, yeah. you can't just chunk away all the things that transpired mm-hmm. in that era. And if you really knew the evil stuff that most of these people that we exactly do, we wouldn't be watching movies, even if people, music, <laughs> even if people paid attention to what I do, like That's behind right. my closed doors in my four walls. Like I don't want to be judged like that. I don't feel like I do it R. Kelly type stuff. I'm just saying we judge people Girl, on action. No, ma'am, it's not a topic. <laughs> we need to get this. So I'm so glad you're going back to school. <laughs> to the original. Uh, 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 now let's talk about some random topics, girl, because <laughs> that school thing gonna be stressful, but we gonna be here for you, okay? Oh, yeah, we gonna, gonna be here for you. Girl, it's speak that. Be it's it's that. It's, it's gonna, gonna be so be enjoying. Peaceful. I may hit my hurdles, but with yeah. God, I can achieve anything. Ooh, it's not gonna look be at her speak on that. Cover that up. It's Cover not. that. And then, I don't know about you, but the older I get, the more I like to learn. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to me now. All right, so I... just to reiterate, our topic for tonight <laughs> is when is enough enough? And as specific to, or are we going to be specific to relationships, uh, significant other type of relationship, or even like a friendship type of relationship? But just what do you think enough is enough? Uh, and I personally, think that everybody's enough is going to be different. Um, I think it's based on how you were raised, um, the things that have surrounded you in life, like just what you allow in those type of relationships is going to really determine what your enough is. Um, But you guys, you guys chime in. I mean, I feel like I think it's gets wherever your breaking point would be. Mm -hmm. And I do think it's different for everybody. Um, And in different situations, you can have different Enough. Breaking funds, a different like multiple enoughs, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I always go back to this because this was 
like the major relationship in my life because it happened from my young adult to adult time. So the ones prior to that was like abuse. But anyway, true love. I, it was true love. You my enough in that situation was exhausting everything that I felt I could do mm-hmm. on my own. Whatever little things, talk, don't talk, you know, cater, don't cater, you know, different things. That didn't work. So then I went to counseling. We go to counseling. That didn't work. So I'm like, okay, we're going to try this. We're going to go to church counseling. That didn't work. So I tried like. Was that different? Yeah, a little bit. They just say Jesus a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I just felt like counseling was counseling. They just pray with you and say Jesus. That's different. (laughs) But once I realized, okay, there is absolutely nothing I can do to save this situation or to make it better. The person on the other side of this is resistant or whatever. So I'm ex- I'm just spinning my wheels. And I literally felt like I was dying inside. Mm-hmm. And I was like, like the sunken place, I feel like I was really falling into it. Like, And I felt like I was just getting to the point to where I was really just about to lose myself and won't be able to come back from it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that was my breaking point. Like, if enough. I don't, if I don't do it now, then there's not going to be any of me left. Mm-hmm. So that was my breaking point for that, you know. And then even now, <clears throat> I would say my breaking point or my enough is enough is my boundaries that I set for people, mm-hmm. you know, about just respecting me or, you know, some things are just like a no-go. And I set a boundary. And if you still want to cross it, then I just have to, like my brother. I love my brother, but my brother and I have this crazy relationship. And we had a, I try to have a heart-to-heart with him about it. Um, And I thought we had, you know, made some heads away, you know. But I told him that I didn't want to keep fighting over things that happened as a child because I don't even remember or know. Mm -hmm. And... I would want to get a relationship now. As an adult, we can start from there. Thought we had a powwow and everything. Shortly after, he was back to the same type of abuse, name calling, just crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. So I just told him, okay, we had that talk. I set that boundary. You want to be on the other side of it. So enough is enough for me. So I'm going to have to just block you for a little while and just let you cool off mm-hmm. because that's just not. So I think my enough to an my enough is enough are the boundaries that I'm setting right now to protect myself and then just to allow people to be in their own space. That's one thing that I'm learning. That's a lesson that I'm learning right now. Just let people be in their own space, wherever it is. Because you know, a lot of times, well, at least I do, I try to, my reflex is to offer a suggestion or try to help or try to do that. And one of the things that irritates me most is when I'm trying to help and somebody's like, you know, kind of like uh, irritated or like just an asshole about it. It's like, I'm trying to help you, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and do you. So now I just be like, when I say I get that all the time, what? In my professional world, a lot. When you're attempting to help because you know or you've mm-hmm. experienced or right. you've been, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm just because we're talking about personal today, I'm going to still speak on that. But I, I get that often. And I realized a long time ago, my my boundaries have been set for me. Like I, 
I've been very secure in who I am mm-hmm. and, you know, what Keisha stands for, my morals and my yes and my no's and for quite some time. And I, and I do commend my parents because I, I know that that's where all of that came from. Mm-hmm. But for me, like in the relationship, enough is enough for me when I've done, just like you said, all I can. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If I feel like if I let this go today, I did 100% mm-hmm. or 150% to make it work or to to grow in this relationship, then I don't feel any kind of way about saying it's over. Mm -hmm. And that's about a boyfriend or a friendship. You know what I'm saying? If I've done 150% of what I could do, then enough is enough for me. Now, there are those boundaries. I think it's kind of separate because there are some things that I just will not allow. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm not going to allow you to be disrespectful to a point where you're hurting me, mm-hmm. I'm not going to allow that. So I don't care if I only gave you 50%. Mm-hmm. But, but if, you, if you have disrespected me to a point where it's hurting me, mm-hmm. then I'm not going to allow that. So I'm right. gonna, that's enough for me. I don't have to give you all of me to say I'm right. done. You know what I'm saying? So there are those boundaries that I feel like I set. But early on in my life when I kind of realize what part of my purpose was as far as being an encourager, being a supporter, like always uh, going 100% for somebody. Like like you said in previous shows, you can tell me an idea, this is what I want to do, mm-hmm. then boom, let's make it happen. You know right. what I'm saying? Like that's mm-hmm. just been who I've always been. But I realized even in doing that, I'm going 100 and the person who had the whole idea mm-hmm. is at 20%. Right or fifty, and right. I'm like, yo, I'm I'm up here. You right. said you wanted to do this, right. <laughs> you know. So how how I get three streets ahead of you? Right. You know what I'm that saying? Like how that happen? Energy come next month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that same, that same energy. energy, right? But see, sometimes I mean, in that time frame, like when I was learning these lessons, it was hard for me to not go a hundred. Yeah. It was hard for me to me even too. see that they were doing 20 or 50 right. and not still push right. for them to do the 100. Not right. still try to, I, and I was literally pushing people to see the potential it's that the I saw right. in them. Or even right. like the vision, like, okay, I see what you're saying. And most times, and I, people probably don't know this because I ain't never say it, but when people come to me with ideas or things that they want to do, I pray on it, whether they prayed on it or not. You know what I'm saying? I pray on it. And if God has said, this is exactly what I have for them, mm-hmm. then I'm full speed ahead. All right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Whether they really done had that conversation with God and really ready to give their 100% on it. I mean, God may, they may have heard, oh, this is what I want you to do, but they're not sure. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They're not confident in what, what God has spoken over their life. But me, mm-hmm. I'm, let's go. <laughs> you right. know? Yeah, and Keisha's then you get a, gar- the- a gardener in my um <laughs> My uh, garden of seeds that have been planted, mm-hmm. she waters them often mm-hmm. with her prayers. A lot of times when I feel overwhelmed or stuff, I'll be like, Keisha, I need you to pray for me, girl. Like, it's, rough. <laughs> it's rough. It's rough. She do. You to get she be like, gotcha. She be texting at like 6 in the morning, though. I be like, hey, uh, I'm an early writer. Okay, Lord, I'm here. Let me just say. I apologize to everybody that I wake up in the morning. I am an early riser. And that is where everything is fresh and vibrant and new ideas, accountability, everything. I meditate in the morning. I pray in the morning. So everything is like, and I'll be like, oh, yeah. And see, by the time uh, the sun come up, I've been to forgot. 
everything Ow. I was supposed to say. So I'd be like, ooh, yep, that, let me, Keisha, boom. Okay, that, oh. Girl, I wake up in the morning to like 16 pages. Uh-uh, my family in California be pissed. <laughs> or something, and I'd be like, Lord. Because they'd be like three hours behind, mm-hmm. and they'd be like... <laughs> Four o'clock in the morning, they time. I'm like, my and bad. The part is that we are a lot alike in so many ways. Like, I, I think two in the morning, mm-hmm. but in my morning time is my me time. So mm-hmm. I do have all of those thoughts going through my head of what I want to do that day, what I want to do tomorrow, what I want to do next week, next month, my mm-hmm. plans for my life. Like, all of those things populate in the morning because mm-hmm. I feel like I don't really sleep anyway because my yeah, mind is always, always going, 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 going. So all of those things populate in the morning for me too, but. I just mentally take a note. I don't really be like, let me check. <laughs> I mean, after I get out of my meditation and I say amen and all of that, and I get up and as I'm doing my day, and I'm like, okay, ooh, ooh, ooh. yeah, I get it out there. Hey, yeah, you do. Hey, you get do. it out there. It's but good I information. Though. I'm not waking y'all up with no bullshit though. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it be good stuff now. Okay, I'll be waking y'all. But I say all that to say that it took me a moment <laughs> to realize what my enough wasn't what my enough is enough is when it came to my friends and their goals in life. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like I had to get to a point where I was like, Okay, Keisha, you can't go a hundred if they mm-hmm. going fifty. So that mm-hmm. enough is enough. At some point you gotta pull back and just follow their lead but be there to support them on the timeline that they have. Because a lot of times as friends and even in relationships, you see the potential in your friend or you see the potential in your mate. And because you see it, you want them to steadfast right, and get yeah. on the path to mm-hmm. get to achieving mm-hmm. those dreams. And right. when they, and it doesn't happen in your time, mm-hmm. then you get frustrated. Like she was saying, you get mm-hmm. frustrated. I will for me. I would get mm-hmm. frustrated. Like, what? Mm-hmm. What, what, what you waiting on? Like you yeah. said, this is what you want right. to do. We got we got a whole plan about how to get that done. Right. Why are we not doing that? What are, what are we waiting on? What are you waiting on? You know what I'm saying? Because I'm a firm believer in, if, especially if God has told you mm-hmm. that this is for you, this is your destiny, this is what I have for you, even if it's what I have for you at this moment. Because mm-hmm. he can have several things for you in life. Mm-hmm. But if he has spoken over you right now at this moment and said, this is what I have for you, just like you going to school. If he came to you and said, you know what? I need you to get back in school. I need you to make you ain't filled out in a week. I fill out the application for you. Mm. You ain't submitted it. I submit the application mm. for you. At what point are you going to do what God has already told you? This is what he has for you. How, how, how much do I have to do for you as a friend or in a relationship, like mm-hmm. when is enough enough? Right. I think enough is when we think of enough is enough. Just us talking about it. I think of that as you're um, defending or defending something, yourself, your heart, your mm-hmm. time, or whatever. Because if the situation wasn't that, just use the scenario you just did, and mm-hmm. you mentioned go to school, and they like. She meant like, yeah, ooh, I send you the application. Oh, yeah, I filled it out. And just say y'all working together. There wouldn't be an enough. Mm-hmm. Because right. you're just constantly right. going. There would not be a need for an enough. The, we need the enoughs because we are protecting ourselves from being damaged or whatever the situation. That's why we have to say, okay, stop. Basically protecting yourself from doing too much. Too much. Mm-hmm. You know or what I'm protecting saying? you from other people. Doing yeah. too much. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because if you didn't Or feel even like... your role in that person's life. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes we think we're supposed to be this person. Yep. You know, so, and, and vice versa. I may think mm-hmm. that a person that comes in my life is supposed to 
occupy this space yeah. and do this thing for me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You know how they always say people come mm-hmm. into your life for a reason, season, or a lifetime. Right. And we don't initially know that when right. you meet people. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so sometimes that person, when you do realize that that person was just a season, you really got to your enough. Right. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I knew it was only a season because I'm done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's enough for me. That that time we spent together was great, but it, I'm done. It's enough for me. I've been reflecting so much lately, and I'm I'm so much like my dad. It's crazy. My dad has had a personality that he never met a stranger, and everybody, even to this day, I even had a man hit me on Facebook. Was like, I know your dad. You know, he was great. He was so funny, and you know, and I'm like, mm-hmm. babe, just if. A regular anybody would have judged him because mm-hmm. of the hard life that he had. But he had such a good life that people love him. But I have a lot of his personality. I'm an outgoing person. I really don't meet a stranger. I can mm-hmm. get along with anybody. But younger and growing up, I've just always been outspoken. You know, especially when I was younger. I know I got on people now. Because <laughs> you want to stand in a child's place, like I kid. know I got on people there. Because it's like, like you said, my brain's always going. I have ideas and uh, opinions, mm-hmm. and this, that, and the third. And it's like the older I get, the quieter I've become. You know what I'm saying? And not that I don't still have the opinions or the thoughts or whatever. It's just that, like I said earlier, I'm just I've just learned to let people be in their space mm-hmm. if you want me if you want my advice or opinion or you want to have a back and forth conversation i'm here but now you know a lot of times i just sit back and it's so funny and just the other day i was thinking about it i'm like this is so funny because i, I feel like i'm almost not the same person i am but i'm not because i'm not as you know outgoing. Mm-hmm. it's still in me but i just like let people be for new people that i encounter I'm full speed ahead. Like I, I, mm-hmm. I haven't shut off right. that. Let's go. Let's do it. If you tell yeah. me, you know, because so, you're you're not involved in my life yet. I don't really mm-hmm. know what position you're gonna play. So I'm gonna be Keisha 150 percent right. until I see what position you're what, gonna yeah. play. And mm-hmm. then I'm probably gonna back up and be like, okay, yeah. I'm still gonna support. I'm still gonna encourage, but I'm gonna do it at your level, not at my your level. Pace you know, level. What I'm saying? Yes. Like, not at, at my level yes. because you're not there yet. You know, what I'm saying? Yes. that part is what I had to learn. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. that's how I had to transition into what I know God has for me and how to actually use it. So it's a difference in understanding your purpose and actually utilizing it the way He wants you to use it. And I was just thinking, mm-hmm. like that's the way how we we really learn ourselves mm-hmm. through all of this process because we know what we can take, can't take, what we need to do. So we're really like really building upon our own character mm-hmm. and different things by setting all these different boundaries. And it's okay to be to feel different because that's part of growth. Mm-hmm. Right? You know what I'm saying? Like if yeah. you're not growing and you're dying. So those mm-hmm. things transition. If you do mature and you do realize, okay, I'm gonna let them mm-hmm. go at their pace because they can't uh, they can't go at my well, pace. It's my mine. Pace. Right. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, but you right. didn't you don't really I yeah. didn't realize that at the time. Right. For me it was like oh, but this see what God has me. This is what I'm supposed to do. So whenever somebody come to me, I'm like Exactly. She had seventeen thousand yeah. ideas. I've had fourteen teams. Every fourteen teams she did, I planned it out until fourteen teams. All she really had to do was just check this thing off the list and check this thing off the really, list. That's really, all she really had true. to do. But that's why I, I only surround my people with those myself with those type of people. Mm-hmm. 
because I can tell Keisha idea, and she's gonna be just as excited, and we gonna be like, boom, 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 boom. Y'all gonna I can tell money. KG. Keisha can talk to KG. You know what I'm saying? I don't really have friends that I can talk to, and they just be like, yeah. Everybody that I know pretty much is running a business, had a business. They doing 14 teams. <laughs> you know, <laughs> everybody is is forward motion. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that is great and helpful for all of us, actually, because we don't really have a weak point. Mm-hmm. We're all in forward motion in our own lane. I was just about to say, the, the most important part, too, is to recognize each other's strengths. Mm-hmm. And then you won't break into that enough is enough, because you won't, I won't pour Zan down with things that is her weakness, that she's not right. even winning, because then that's going to pull her away. She, uh-oh, mm-hmm. uh, this is enough. Yep. I can't keep pressing myself to do something that I'm not good right, at. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But if I press her to do something that she's good at, that's her strength of hers, mm-hmm. then she full speed ahead as long as that's what she wants to do. Right. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And that's a respect level. Mm-hmm. That's how you value a person. If you value that person, then why would you want to do the things that you know is going to push them to their enough? Mm-hmm. At different stages of my life, my enough is different. Mm-hmm. Because I was at a different stage right. in my maturity and my growth. And even where I am now, enough, my enough is if you disrupt my peace, that's too Baby. much. Oh, yeah. Shut yeah. it down. Girl, you so I'm wrong. about to get out here. Girl, <laughs> that's how my grandmama and my great-great-great-great-grandmama yes. felt about that peace. Okay. That peace. Let me tell you. That, that peace, peace is so everything. What? Days where I have a million things to do. I would rather sit in my peace and be still. And be still. But be I still. can't allow anybody else to come in and disrupt that for me. Right. Because that's what keeps me centered. And it ain't always been like that. I mean, mm-hmm. ask me two or three years ago, it might have been disrespect. Mm-hmm. And before that, just talking to me any kind of way. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's just, and it's different things with different people. Right. But just where I am now, because I'm a, in, about to embark on something new, I have to have peace and I have to be centered within me. So I can't let nobody come in here and make me unstable. That's just too much for me because I don't want to have to sacrifice what I'm about to embark on for somebody Somebody else. else. Mm -hmm. That that is definitely an enough moment, the sacrifice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because I think people do that all the time in all types of relationships. We make sacrifices Mm -hmm. and we don't realize how those sacrifices can be detrimental to us until we've had enough. And I think that, that the sacrifices enough. become that way because you get depleted. Mm-hmm. The sacrifice, it's like somebody's draining from you. They, you're giving all of this, but they're not giving back into mm-hmm. you, so you get drained. And when you got nothing else to give, it's like... You don't even you have know. enough to give to yourself. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Back it's to like, the whole self-care thing. Like in, we, I think we mentioned in one of the episodes out taking care of you, making sure that you're good because the people around you mm-hmm. can't be happy if you're unhappy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, they see that. They see mm-hmm. your emotional instability mm-hmm. or whatever it is. So, you can play like you smiling when we talking, but I know. Right. You know what I'm saying? As a friend, I know, and there's no way yeah. that I can truly be happy if right. I know that you're not happy. Right. Because, yeah, like, all my friends, me and Robin talk about this. Um, like, even I can just hear your voice and I can know something wrong with mm-hmm. you. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's, like, how in tune that we are because we care and we pay attention the keys and it's just not it's it's everything encompassing and just to go back to the peace thing it took me a long time to get to this level because i think there's levels of peace Mm -hmm. um it took me a long 
starting to get to this level of peace. And mm-hmm. I'm like, you know that I want to thank you now because it feels so good. And I just want to get to the peace that my grandmother um, had. She's 80-something years old. And we had these little talks. And she just is so content. Mm-hmm. She was like, I don't got a lot of money. I'm not all this, that, and the third. You know, I got my health and blah, blah, blah. But I'm, I'm content. I live in a nice little neighborhood for little old people, you know, her little <laughs> neighbor community. The senior community. She yeah. likes her neighbors, you know. She got her own little thing going on. And she's content. She's mm-hmm. like, I don't and I like that level of peace. It just mm-hmm. gives me joy to hear her talk about that peace because I know that it takes so much to get there. You know what I'm saying? I she's 80-something years old, so she's been through a lot of to get stuff to, to get to that level of peace. You know I definitely agree that there's levels of peace. I, I've always, from the moment that I moved off campus mm-hmm. in college and got my own place, my mindset about peace has, has evolved from being able to have peace in my home. Mm-hmm. I don't know if somebody told me this or this is something I came mm-hmm. up with, but I say it all the time. The world is chaotic. Yes. A lot of things happen mm-hmm. in this world. But when I go home, right. There that's my space. Exactly. That's where my peace resides. You know what I'm saying? Because right. that's my house. And from the moment I moved off campus, from the moment I got an apartment, I always felt like that level of peace had to be consistent for me. Mm-hmm. So I didn't invite random people to my spot. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know how people used to have like yeah. little parties and kickbacks? Mm-hmm. No, not unless mm-hmm. we were tight. Was yeah. you coming to invade my space? You know what I'm saying? I'll just come visit That's you. That's how I am now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't never, I never was that person. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Even even once I got my home, I had a housewoman to invite six people. How many people came to my house? Oh, <laughs> well, I can't lie. In college, I, was, I wasn't like that. I was like, everybody come over. Everybody. No, we had smoke house. We had the previous can. We was like, hey, yeah. everybody you smoke or you're, y'all want to? Come on, we playing cards, we dominoes. I was not big. I had, I think, A.E. Rose. Remember A.E. Rose School? Mm -hmm. They came to my apartment. We had a little kickback. And then um, Alpha Psi Omega, the theater crew. Mm -hmm. Those were people that I knew. And I connected with on so many different Different levels. levels. But just to say I'm having a random Random, party. Never in my life have I had that. Never have I had random people come to my house in any place that I live. Because to me, that was a level of peace that I didn't want anybody to invade. Even yeah. when I when people say they want to stay with me for a couple of months, because you know my house is always open, mm-hmm. I, I'm fine with that too. You have your own space, I have my own space, and I, my first rule is that this is where my peace resides. So don't invite random people to my house, mm-hmm. <laughs> and don't I don't want no mess. Like I don't mm-hmm. I don't yeah. all of that you got going on when you're yapping on the phone and talking about such and such and doing this and then that. Do that mm-hmm. outside. Don't bring yeah. that into my house because that's where my peace resides. Right. That level where the peace resides. Where the peace resides. Peace resides. Hey. Peace and resides. that's all Mary had a little that. But in saying that, my vacation started this week. And the crazy part is I was trying to reschedule my vacation. I didn't really want it to be this week. But I couldn't reschedule it. And I was just like, by Friday, last Friday, I was like, you know what, Lord? This is you telling me. I just need to take the time. Don't go nowhere. Just sit at home. And yesterday, I literally did that. What, girl? Nothing. Still? You didn't do nothing. Nothing. You didn't leave the house? At okay, all? Girl? I didn't even get out my pajamas. Okay. Yeah. Yes. What, girl? I like that type of What's energy. today's date? <laughs> <laughs> Did y'all hear us? This thing sat still. She sat still. I didn't in leave my house in my pajamas. I did Won't not do it? move. And 
people, I mean, people think I'm always moving, but I do have moments where I just sit home and don't do nothing. Like a day or two a month that I put aside for myself. Usually on a Sunday, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm just like, I'm not leaving the house or whatever. So I do take those that moment, but I just don't take it as often as I should. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Even at home, I'm still usually on the computer, texting mm-hmm. y'all, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Doing something. Yeah. So it's really not a, a be still. And even yesterday, I texted y'all a few too. times. But I literally didn't do anything. It's hard to. Because it's then, like we were just talking about earlier, like when I have my fibromyalgia attack, I literally just need to lay in the bed for like two to three days and do nothing. But it's hard to. Even mm-hmm. when I'm laying in the bed, I'm like thinking my brain. I'm like, got okay, let me get my computer. I'm on my computer. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, but as I go on that computer, and then it. But, you know, but I feel like since I'm home, I'm resting. Right. Mm-hmm. I ain't resting. But I'm yesterday, I kept saying, I'm going to get up and get the computer and do some research. Mm-hmm. Then I was like, no, I can do it on my phone. And then I picked up my phone and I said, no, I'm not doing anything. So all the times that I thought, go to your computer and mm-hmm. do this, I just, something said, no, nope, don't do it. Good, but you know, we forget, we forget that the mental piece of resting. Mm-hmm. Because yes. we can for feel. Our mind can still be racing, and our mind controls everything in our body. Mm-hmm. So your mind is tired at the end of the night, and you ain't did nothing. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you have to. We have to learn how to That's shut why it off just a little bit, so mm-hmm. we can sit still and rest mm-hmm. and recuperate. Because yeah. otherwise, we that's why I have to running. do my prayer and meditation. Because that's the only time I can still my brain and mind. Because, like you said, even when I'm asleep, I feel like I'm not asleep. Mm-hmm. Like I'm thinking, I'm just living in a different, you know, mm-hmm. reality. <laughs> you know what well, I'm going to have a question, so I want to get. Oh, uh, we got a comment because we don't. You know, when we start, okay. even though the topic was enough is enough, we done got into self care, and all of them. all wrap back into each So, um, question from Instagram. When you do, you notice that you're getting to a point of your enough, and do you have a conversation before you have just had it and walk away? I say, I think it's respectful for you to have a conversation because Mm -hmm. you definitely feel right that your enough is coming, right? You definitely start getting irritated at little things, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't answer the phone or you ain't gonna respond to the text right away, you know what I'm saying? Those type of things, you start to feel like, ugh. You know, you have those little feelings, oh, why they calling me? Oh, they always asking me. Oh, they, you know, that type of feeling. But you're, you're not really quite yet to say, I'm not going to deal with them no more. you just kind of irritated about having to deal with them. And then a lot of times people will just drift away and they won't have the conversation. Mm-hmm. They just put the space and then those conversations every day become every other day, every other week. And... Okay, Kim. Alright, Kim. <laughs> okay, wait. Uh, yeah. She's jamming back now. Okay. Everybody was like, okay. Okay. Kim was going all up now. We're going to have to bring home Kim one time for y'all. Okay, yeah. I know that kind of threw me off. But. We were just talking about how it's respectful to go ahead yeah. and have that conversation with people. But I agree. Sometimes people do fade away. Yeah. Um, I've had that happen yeah, to I've me several times um, in my life where I was mm-hmm. friends with somebody. And um, we, I mean, I, this person we hung out with almost every day. We talked, mm-hmm. you know, so every day. We even worked together. And it was like just constantly seeing each other, hanging mm-hmm. out with each other, having a good time, taking trips and whoop de woo. 
and then something transpired and it put me in a different position and I guess they probably felt that I was felt a different mm-hmm. position mm-hmm. and while I wasn't straying away from all the things that we did I was just cognizant of what I did with that person mm-hmm. and how I interacted with that person but I guess they felt some kind of way too so they just kind of slowly drifted mm-hmm. and we stopped talking every day we stopped yeah. hanging out all the time but we're still good you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying like we still work together we still talk on occasions mm-hmm. we still hang out on occasions you know what I'm saying so I think we both got to a space mm-hmm. where we realized that it was a season for us and the lifetime aspect was different I definitely mm-hmm. think that if you are going to keep being in communion with a person, you should have the conversation. I agree. Because like she said, it's it's a respect thing. And if you don't, you both are going to be disrespectful. Like, mm-hmm. Now, in terms of like she said, I've had drift, you know, drift away from friends and stuff. I just think that sometimes <clears throat> those conversations don't necessarily need to be had because mm-hmm. you both kind of know where you stand mm-hmm. in your own lane. But you also know that you can still get along with certain things so it don't necessarily need to be a conversation about it because you right. both kind of get because the conversation you know is really going to be like we ain't going out all the time right exactly <laughs> you know, I'm like, say, I already like, knew that we ain't doing that yeah what, you know what I'm about that so, I mean that, I yeah. agree like I, I think now if I feel like if you've defined if both of you guys have defined that this type of relationship is a lifetime type of relationship mm. then you definitely have to have that conversation yeah. because that's going to determine if that's true Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you've gotten to a point where enough is enough, then I need to have this conversation with you. If we've said or we felt like this is a lifetime situation, right. then out of respect for that, I need to have a conversation with you and let you know this. You crossing some boundaries. Mm-hmm. I'm getting to the point where enough is enough or however you want to have that conversation. I think people need to, to be cognizant of the fact that we change. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. as we change, it's okay to go back and have a conversation and say, hey, we were there, now we're here. Mm-hmm. I did feel that way, now I feel this way. You know, so it's mm-hmm. okay. Because a lot of times we get in friendships or relationships or situations, and however that is, then that's how the person or the perception is that you guys are always going to be that way. So anytime you have a changed feeling or something is different, that's usually the conflict. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, wait a minute, that ain't how it used to be. Well, well it should be. be. That's it's supposed to evolve. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's supposed to evolve. We're supposed to change. You know what I'm saying? Even like in, in the dating, you might meet somebody, you don't know. Y'all start spending time together. I mean, you don't have no feelings, but the more and more you spend time together, you might start having feelings. That's, then you can have a conversation like, hey, you know. I'm having feelings. You having feelings? We both mm-hmm. having feelings. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to you be having feelings, they ain't really having feelings. I think the people <laughs> that don't respect the fact that you do change are definitely not the lifetime people. Right. Mm-hmm. I feel like those are the season people because in that season, that's how they feel and that's how y'all connected. So they don't. Why would you change? Why would you mm-hmm. not be? Yeah, that, why I would you say not be that, that? But it's a lot of people in marriages like that. Mm. That I have been together for years and years. Some of them ain't going nowhere. They and just definitely. <laughs> it's unfortunate, but a lot of people do, and, and especially you know older couples and stuff. You might see, um, older couples that you might see that you be like, "How is they together?" You know, what I'm <laughs> they just used to it. They just accept it. I can't. 
no, it's not for me. It's it's definitely not for me. But like I said on the previous episode, I, I come from a family of units. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Of, of a husband and a wife of marriage. Right. Like from my parents, from my grandparents, from some of my aunts and uncles. Mm-hmm. So I never dreamed of anything different. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I never, I ain't gonna say I never saw anything different because I've definitely seen what single parent households or grandparents mm-hmm. or aunts raising. So I definitely saw that, but I never dreamed of anything different than what my parents had or what my grandparents had. So mm-hmm. no way that I could see myself in a relationship just to be in a relationship. Yeah. Yeah, especially if we um when you had a discussion that hey you're about to cross that boundary and you guys are still in a good place like they made the change for better in any situation for you all I know it had worked for me I don't even know I'll if I've ever in, had to have that conversation I'll say in friendships yes like, uh, like I don't think me and you ever had no conflict but like oh, my yeah. friend Robin, I like. She and I, we, oh, we rarely did, we did one time. We did not really no couple. Yeah, but we really did. Said, we did. About, we did. It really wasn't no couple, but I remember two times. I remember her one time telling me, "Um, I ain't always gotta have something to say." I told you that, girl. Yeah, girl. <laughs> I said sometimes. No, I didn't. It was a lesson for me. She was like, "Sometimes I just want you to listen." And oh, before yeah, I then, I was on go. Like, you tell me you got a problem, yeah. I'm a fixer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I do remember. And I'm still like that to this day yeah. for certain aspects, but from that conversation, I realized mm-hmm. that I do have to, not necessarily, I'm, I'm not going to say I don't have to listen, but I do have to listen, but I also have to allow people to feel what they feel in that moment. Mm-hmm. And I before then, I, I, I listened. And I understood what you felt, but I felt like you, you called me. It. Yeah, was you called me because you wanted me. You called me because you wanted me all the way out. She like, girl, uh-uh. she already had this, and we can do that. And I was the solution. I'm like, Keisha, just listen, yo. Like, that wasn't really the argument. But that was one time we had a disagreement. Don't fix it. And then the second time was when she was going, when she was heavy in her situation. She felt like I kind of pulled back. From the situation when you were in the um, marriage, mm-hmm. and you was like, I, she felt like you felt like I kind of pulled back. And that was just like the conversation. Was like, oh you know, yeah, I do remember that conversation. Yeah, yeah but we had a conversation. Yeah, we That's did. But thing. I, I don't know if I thought yeah. that was an enough, was enough was situation a, or just because we were we've always been open enough to discuss yeah. whatever we felt. To our communicators though. Definitely. Yeah, that's what y'all do. But yeah, like <laughs> I was saying with my friend Robin, <laughs> she and I rarely ever get into it, but when we do. We take a little beat, you know what I'm saying, get in our feelings, and then we usually be like, let's go get a margarita or a drink or come over. And then we sit and talk about it. She tell me how she feel. I tell her how I feel, how I feel. We tell the intent, and then we say, okay, so now we know you don't like when I do this. I don't like when you do that. We're not going to do it. Cool, cool, cool. And we go on. And then, like, I met this guy one time a while back. He was real cool, and we kind of defined what we thought dating was. And so we was like, okay, we both on the same page with what we thought dating was, spending time together, getting to know each other, whatever. So, okay, cool, you open for that? Because, you know, when you do dates, you know, into a relationship, mm-hmm. we both like, yeah, we open, we're not trying to get in or nothing, but we open and, you know, date. Okay, cool. So we start dating. And down the line, I was like, oh, okay, I kind of like him, you know. So over dinner or whatever, you know, I had to talk, okay, so. 
we've been dating for a while and I've, I've, my feelings are changing. Not that I'm in love. I don't want to, you know, jump the broom. But, but it's gone from different. you just being cool to like me liking you now. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. He must have heard when you married me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. From the get go, I feel like, and yeah. you don't even realize that you destroyed it because you didn't give me the option. Right. Mm-hmm. So now I'm in the middle of this situation that you never told me about from right. the beginning, and now I gotta decide if I want to keep moving forward or just pull myself out of it right. and cut my losses. And you mad because <laughs> I decide I want to cut my losses right. after I've been in it for six months, and but then, it's not my fault. You didn't give me this. And either way, you still gonna person. be hurt. Exactly. You gotta, now you gotta go through either heartbreak or dealing with an asshole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Enough is enough. So listen, comment below. Tell us what your enough is enough is. We kind of talked about different aspects of enough is enough, but I'm just curious as what other people's enough is enough is. And let's be specific. Let's talk about friendship. What do you think your enough is enough when it comes to friendships? Yeah. I'm trying to think of what my enough is enough is. I think my enough is enough. Oh, I had a scenario. I think my enough is enough as a friend is when I've literally sacrificed and gave 150% to the friendship and you shit on it by disrespecting my sacrifice, my time, my contribution to the friendship, my everything, by doing something that is completely opposite of who we are as a friend. You know what I'm saying? And to me, I'm done with that. I think for me, yeah. That is for me with friends too. Mm-hmm. And I think my real enough is enough is for my friends to behe or to respond or act as though they don't know from the perception mm-hmm. of somebody else that they might know or, or utilize anything like that. that and it's like, hurt you don't know me. Like, you should know me. Mm-hmm. So right. why, are you, why would you even think in your mind whatever the situation is? And to me, that's just so offensive because... I value my friends and the people that I let close enough to me should know me by now. Mm-hmm. My character, the type of person I am, you know, all of that. So some things you should know that it's just it's not me. But to come at me, that that type of stuff is just you know, that hearsay stuff. Somebody said yeah, something to somebody you about said me. Something. It's like, 
Yeah. Really? It, I'm a, a firm believer in that meme. Talk about don't tell me what somebody said. Tell me mm-hmm. what you said. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like I don't care yeah. about what somebody else said, but what did you say exactly. when they said that about me? You know right. what I'm saying? Because that that's part. Yeah. Because I'm the type did of you, friend. Did you contribute to the conversation? Right. You, you ain't allowed to just be around me talking about my. Not me either. I'd be like, know. tell all the time, don't do that. Yes, don't do that. Don't do that because you don't know them like that. Exactly. Don't do that. You're not allowed Stop. to sit around and talk about my friends, especially if I know that you don't know them like I know them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like you don't even have no clue. So get punched in the face. That's me. But yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I just feel like as a friend then you would know the sacrifices that I make. Mm-hmm. You would you would know the right. things that I've gone through, the the hurdles that I've overcome. Right. And knowing all of that, if you still choose to basically shit on those sacrifices mm-hmm. or keep throwing those hurdles in my face and right. you know that I, you know what I'm saying, that, I, that was something that I had to overcome or maybe it's something I'm still struggling with and you still want to make that an issue for you, mm-hmm. then enough is enough. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't need that type of energy in my life. You disturbing that peace for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. no, I'm, I'm over that. I feel like if I water you, you water me, we both can grow. Yeah, and that's the any true. dynamic of any mm-hmm. relationship. Mm-hmm. Whether it's you know your spouse, your friendship, even relationships with your family, mm-hmm. you you can't just give, 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 and the other person take, 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 take. take. Yes. That drains a person. Yeah. Like the the energy has to be reciproc- reciprocated between the two parties or all parties involved for it to and, be successful. And this might be another topic, or we could just talk about this later, but. <laughs> <laughs> Because you may be thinking, about I don't it. even know where our time is. How much, like, how much is the person supposed to take? Like, I really want to know from the people that really be doing shit for people. How much should that person take? Yeah. Before they say enough is enough. Yeah. Because the person on the other side be feeling like, you, why is it, you know, you, that's like, it. You mad about that? Like, yeah. 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 That's a whole different topic. For 38 years. Exactly. That's what I said. A whole <laughs> different topic. Like, that's a whole different Because <laughs> they, they, they probably feel like, okay, I'm going to say this and then we're going to say that for another topic. <laughs> <laughs> but people on the other side feel like they've always been that way. Whereas we on the opposite side have changed, have grown, have matured. Right. So it doesn't matter if you've always been that way. Right. You've seen that I'm changing, that I'm right. mature. We have the right. conversations about it. So why would you always be that way with me? Right. Enough exactly. is enough. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Listen. Yeah. Thank y'all for joining. Even through our technical difficulties, yes. you can watch this live, edit it up real nice for you Thursdays at and seven p.m. on YouTube. All right. But before we go, Mocha says, "When enough is enough, keep your peace. Let it go." You don't want anything lingering in your life that hinders that. Mm -hmm. See y'all next week. Peace. Peace.